on our social media handles. You are blessed. As the scripture has said, Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Psalm 99 verse 2 Worship is that type of prayer where we are privileged by the Lord Jesus to profess the magnanimity of who He is, the reality of His person, the actuality of His divine status and sovereign abilities. In worship, we take advantage of our association with Him to describe His persona to Him as revealed to us from scriptures. This together with praise are the highest forms of prayer. Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed. When you walk in the God kind of faith, you have the final thing. Because the Christian is not operating under the name of Jehovah. The Christian is operating under the name of Jesus. That name has the final say. Ephesians chapter 3 says, I bow my knees unto the Father, of whom the whole family in heaven and on earth is named. That name is the name of Jesus. What does it say? It says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow, of things and beings in heaven, of things and beings on this earth, and of things and beings under the earth jesus when we get born again we are baptized into that name pastor prince word here join pastor prince and the world changes nation every sunday and wednesday at the world changes arena accra and also follow us on our social media handles you are blessed there is power in this place. 2022, are you ready? Yeah. We are declaring 2022 the year of ever-increasing grace. Yeah. The year of ever-increasing grace. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus and Savior Jesus Christ. It says, but grow in grace. Not somebody say, grow in grace. Now, the word grow there means to increase in grace. It means to enlarge in grace. It means that grace is in measures. True or false? Grace is in measures. Grace is in measures. So when it says grow in grace, it means he wants you to increase in grace. He wants you to enlarge in grace. So 2022, you are going to grow in grace. Join Pastor Prince and the Well Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the Well Changes Arena, Accra. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are blessed.
be ye doers of the word says, and not hearers only be ye doers of the word says, and not hearers only be doers of the word so the christian is a doer of the word the christian is a word practitioner the christian is an actor of the word we we live by acting on the word we see changes by acting on the word we see victories by acting on the word when you put the word of god to work you will see results but you see you cannot put the word of god that you don't know to work so when you are faced with challenges what will you put to work will you cry on god or you put his word to work the word of god is equal with god understand that the word of god is equal so when you have the word of god and you're putting it to work it means that you are putting god to work you are activating the power of god you are activating the operations of god when you put the word of god to work you are putting god to work join pastor prince and the world changes nation every sunday and wednesday at the world changes arena accra and also follow us on our social media handles you are blessed just told us the word is a seed did it say it's a seed so it says the sower went to sow the seed that seed is the word of god but when you put a seed on the table would it germinate and produce results no come on putting your seed on the table is likened to putting your bible on the table and saying it to work because god has said it so when a farmer takes a seed and puts it on his table and says by i'm expecting a harvest in three months time will there be a harvest come on but does it mean the seed does not have power does it mean the seed does not have power does it mean that the seed does not have the fruit within it does it mean that the seed cannot germinate and produce it can but you see the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil the what the germination of the seed is dependent on the soil so when in the conditions so when the seed is planted on the table it will not work when the seed is thrown on the floor it will not work but it is a seed the seed is expecting good conditions without the good conditions that seed will be a useless seed even though that seed has within it what it takes to germinate and produce fruit come on is that true or false amen that's what i say the word of god that you do not hear you do not know you do not believe cannot benefit amen no one thing about a man of god is his focus I've been with him for some years now and he's a man of one thing what he's been he was saying years ago about more than 10 years ago he's still saying the same things today praise the lord and following such a man does something to you it has also given me one focus in life hallelujah praise, praise the lord god bless you so much hallelujah. pastor sir and i love you hallelujah praise I'd like to acknowledge all the CC members in the house. Pastor Mabel, Pastor Fair, Pastor Nana. God bless you for your wonderful work. And also I'd like to acknowledge all the leaders. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now all of us, turn to your neighbor and welcome them to today's service. 
Hallelujah. Tell them that you are welcome. You are looking glorious. Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise God. Can you can you speak in tongues for, for just a minute? Mandala Basson Tokobologo Zigalabaco Sandidibi and Takabalabahaya Lebarando Sadarabaco Santa Labago Sagalabaha Rabado Santa Kamandarabasanta Labahaya Kadabasata Kabalabasata Laba Lebaco Sapaleke Debo Satalabaha Mantalabaco Sagalabazon Dibianta Libarabasson Tolomongos Capalianda Labacosa Labagazin Dibi and Takabalabasanda Labaha Oh, Hallelujah to Jesus. Praise the Lord. Shall glory. Amen. Are you in the house? Yes, sir. The ushers, are you in the house? Praise the Lord. The fact that you are ushering doesn't mean you should be idle. Praise the Lord. Be active in the service. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lift up your right hand. Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? Say the word of God. Is God speaking to me? I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I can do what Christ can do. I am seated where Christ is seated. In heavenly place. Now, I'm a doer of the word. And not a hearer only. I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. The word of God is for my benefit. The word of God is for my profiting. When I hear the word of God, I act upon the word of God and I see results. Hallelujah. Shall glory. You can have your seats now. Praise the Lord. See, Your attitude in the presence of God is very important. Hallelujah. Your attitude. Very, very important. Paul said that when I delay, you might know how you ought to behave in the house of God. So it means that there is a behavioral pattern in God's house. Are we all here? There is a way to behave. In the house of God. We don't just behave anyhow in God's house. There is a way to behave. There is a way to conduct yourself. In God's house. Hallelujah. Are you all here? See when you enter service. And we are singing. Sing along. Don't watch anyone. When we are praying. Participate in the prayer. Hallelujah. See, all these things are your response to what the Spirit of God is doing in the church. So, when we are praying, and you are also praying along. It means you are responding. Because when we stand here and someone, someone is standing here to lead us in worship, and a person is ministering to us in songs, and you are singing along, what are you doing? You are responding to what the Spirit of God is doing through that person. 
in the service. But if you are there and you are just watching, hallelujah, and you are just watching people do what they do, lifting up their hands, Pastor Nana will be praying at the back there. Then someone will be watching. What's all this? Hallelujah. Pastor Fel will be speaking in tongues at the technical side. Then people will be wondering, hey, technical people to speak in tongues. Praise God. It's important. See, your spiritual condition shows your attitude in service. Amen. Praise the Lord. Today we are going to talk about something wonderful. Amen. So we are talking about six vital phronesis. Six vital phronesis of the Christian. Six vital phronesis of the Christian. Six vital phronesis is a Greek word. P H R O N E S I S. Phronesis. Hallelujah. Today you are learning a bit of Greek. Amen. Phronesis. When we talk about phronesis, we are talking about a mindset. A mindset. It means that as a Christian, your mind ought to be set in a particular way. There should be a way of thinking that you have as a Christian. And those are the things we are going to be talking about. The first one we are going to we are, we are talking about today is the word of God. Is God speaking to me? The word of God. Is God speaking to me? Then you put into brackets, I am a doer of the word. The word of God is God speaking to me. I am a doer of the word. Hallelujah. Are we all here? Are you ready to hear something? Great are you, Lord. Greatly to be praised. Greatly to be praised. Father, you reign. Great are you, Lord. Greatly to be praised. Greatly to be praised. Father, you reign. Hallelujah. Can you please turn our Bibles to First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. This is something that we've been, we've been saying here. A man of God has taught us to say, the word of God is God speaking to me. I am who Christ is and all that. The word of God is God speaking to me. But what does, what does that mean? First Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13. Can we all read together? Ready? Go. Praise the Lord. Please let's hold on. I can only hear two voices. Amen. Can we all read together? Ready? I want to hear voices from the back. Ready? Go. 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. He said, for this cause also, thank we God without ceasing. Because when he received the word of God, which he heard of us, he received it not as the word of men, but as in truth, as it is in truth, the word of God, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. Hallelujah. This is Paul writing to the church in Thessalonica. He said when they heard the gospel from him, when he preached to them, they did not receive the word that he was preaching as the word of men. It means that the church's attitude towards the word that Paul was speaking was that, no, this is not a man speaking to us. This is God speaking to us. That means that there is an attitude with which you can receive God's word. You can either receive the word of God as a man or as a man's word or receive the word of God as the word of God in truth. Now, see what the word of God does for them because of the way they receive the word of God. He said, which effectually worketh also in you that believe. That means that depending on the way you receive God's word, it will either work in you or not work in you at all. Jesus said something. He said, you have made the word of God of none effect through your traditions. You know, when, when certain things become very common to you, you, it can lose its significance. So, oh, I've been hearing God's word. I've been hearing sermons here and there. I've been hearing sermons every day. But how do you treat what you are hearing? Do you always treat it as the word of God indeed? Because in Jesus' time, it was tradition to them. When they go to the synagogue, oh, they'll read from the scriptures and they, they'll hear something. So it was normal to them. So the power and effect of God's word could not be seen in their lives. You have made the word of God of non-effect because of your traditions. Traditions, the way a group of people behave or do things. They, they have done that, they have followed it for so long that it is normal with them. They don't have to think about it before doing it. So they have received it. Oh, it's normal. It's preaching. It's normal. But that, that wasn't the attitude the church in Thessalonians or the Thessalonian church received the word. He said when they received the word, they did not receive it as the word of men. That means that there is the word of men and there is the word of God. But how you receive the word that comes from God determines whether the, work, the word will work in you or not work in you at all. When you receive it as the word of men, it can only produce what a man can produce. But when you receive it as the word of God, it will produce what God can produce. Because the word of God is God himself. Praise the Lord. Are you all here? When God speaks, you don't need to go back to God. Why? Because he has given you his word. 
when the word of God is released from his mouth, you don't need to go back to him. You don't need to quote the word of God back to him. He knows his word already. You have to receive the word of God as God himself speaking to you. A lot of people want to hear God's voice. Say, I want to hear the voice of God. Say, I heard God say this. I heard God say this. The first voice of God that you would ever hear in scripture or, or anywhere is the word of God. The word of God is God speaking to you. So today, when you, when you open your, your Bibles and you begin to read, God is talking to you. It is his word to you. He has spoken to you. When you read, fear not, for I am with you. God has spoken to you. You don't need to go to God and, and ask him any other question. Why? Because he has spoken to you. But when, when he speaks or when the word of God is being taught, like I'm teaching right now, I'm not teaching my words. The Bible says that the one that God sends speaketh not of himself. He speaks the words of God. He speaks the words of God. So I am speaking God's word to you. So right now, what you are hearing is God speaking to you. His word is he speaking to you. So what do you do? You take the word. Not like a man's word. Imagine some of you, when, when you go to the workplace, and your bosses or someone in high authority tells you something. How, how do you respond to that word? Your response to the word is very important. So when you talk about the furnaces a Christian ought to have, it's a mindset that you, you need to have with you always that the word of God is God speaking to you. So maybe you are going through the day, say, hey, God has to say something to me today. What do you do? You go to his word. Because when you hear his word, whether in reading of your Rhapsody of Realities or in listening to the messages of a man of God, Pastor Prince, or in reading your Bible, God is speaking to you. Hallelujah. His word and he himself are one. They cannot be separated. The word of God can only bear fruit. You see, the word of God has a fruit-bearing ability. The word of God has a fruit-bearing ability. Can we turn our Bibles to Praise the Lord. Numbers chapter 23. See, when, when God speaks, when he speaks, let's go to Numbers chapter 23 verse 19. He said they received it as the word of God, not as the word of men. Numbers 23 19. Most of you have heard it before.
Praise the Lord. Are we there? He says, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. Had he said it, and shall he not do it? Or had he spoken, and shall he not make it good? So this is God speaking to you. He said, God is not a man that he should lie. So it means that with men, you can find lies with them. But not with God. Why? Because God is not a man. So when God says something, he's telling you that what he has spoken from his mouth, it, he cannot lie. That means that his word comes to pass. Whatever he says happens. Or whatever he says produces results. Why? Because he is not a man that he should lie. He said, neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Means to change his mind. Had he said, and shall he not do it? Or had he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Now, let's turn to Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. And let's see what happens when the word of God is released from his mouth. So he ought to carry that consciousness, that mentality, that God's word is God speaking to you. So in your daily activity, you go about your work with this consciousness that when I hear God's word, it is God himself who is speaking to me. And he is the same as his word. He and his word are one. What he can do, his word can also do. Praise the Lord. God and his word are one. The same power with which God wields is the same power his word wields. If the word of God or if God can produce a miracle for you, his word can also produce that same miracle for you. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. He is inseparable from his word. But it depends on how you receive the word. Because Pastor can stand here and say, you are blessed without touching you. You are blessed. And say, hey, today the service wasn't powerful at all. Pastor didn't come and touch me. See, a lot of people behave like Naaman. When he went to see the man of God, Elisha, to be cured of his leprosy, the Bible says, the man of God didn't even come out to see him. The man of God said, Go and wash yourself in the Jordan seven times. That's all he said. He didn't come out to look at how the man was looking. You see, sometimes you have to see the condition. What is his condition? Before you can maybe pray a powerful prayer. Hallelujah. Do you know that sometimes your situation tells you how you should pray? <laughs> Praise God. Sometimes people need God. They say, I, I need God now. I need a miracle now. So when they are praying, they are fervent. Because they need what? The miracle now. Let's say someone comes to a man of God saying, man of God, I have a headache. <laughs> or not the man of God. Someone comes to you, you, you. 
So I have a headache. Sister Jemima, I have a headache. So I rebuke that headache in the name of Jesus. Now when another person comes, say, I have cancer. Stage four. The way you pray for the cancer will not be the same way you pray for the headache. Why? The situation is talking to you. <laughs> Hallelujah. But he says the word of God is God speaking to you. You see, his power and, and he himself, are, his, his word and he himself are one. What his word can produce, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not in, it's not in the shouting of the word. He doesn't have to do anything special. When he says it, the Bible says that he sent his word and he healed them and he delivered them. He didn't wave his hands. He sent his word. So if he was supposed to go himself, the Bible says that he sent his word. Why? Because he knows that his word will accomplish what he would accomplish in person if he were there. That is why you don't have to take the word of God for granted. It's important. The way you, you see the word, the way you receive the word, that this is not a man talking to me. This is God. I think we, we have to teach on who God is. Because a lot of people, you, you see, you can take the word of a person serious when you know that person. When the president of Ghana stands here and tells you, Dr. John, I'm going to give you $50,000 as um, part of helping businesses. So I'm giving you $50,000. That's the word of the president. And Sister Bridget comes and says, Dr. John, I want to give you $50,000 for your business. Whose word will you believe? <laughs> the president. Why? Because of the person. You, you know Sister Bridget. You know that Sister Bridget is a student. <laughs> So in your mind, a student can't give you $50,000. Why? Because the student herself is being taken care of by someone. But when the president stands before you, you know that he has all the powers or the means to produce what he has told you that he will produce. That's the same with God. When he says something, because he is God, because of who he is, his word can produce what he has said he will produce. Are you all here? Are you paying attention? So when you are hearing his word like this, when you are studying his word, you should have this in, in your mind that this is not a man talking to me. This is God himself talking to me. What has he said that you have read or you have heard? Being taught or, or you've, you've read it somewhere. What have you heard or seen in scriptures? That is God's word to you. So you see, it has to be personal. You personalize it. You take what he has said seriously. And how do you do that? By putting his words in your spirit. Hallelujah. Now Isaiah chapter 55 verse 11. He said, so shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. Let's go to the verse 10. Then we, we, we come to the verse 11. Isaiah 55, from verse 10. For as the rain cometh down, and the snow from heaven, and returneth not theta, 
but watereth the earth, and maketh it to bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the sower, and bread to the eater. Then he comes down to the verse 11. So shall my word be, that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. That means that when God says something, his word does not return to him void. What does that mean? He said, but it shall accomplish that which I please. What, what is his pleasure? His pleasure is what he has said. For example, he says, cast out devils. That's what Jesus said. Cast out devils. So his pleasure is for you to cast out devils. And he expresses that pleasure through his word. Now when the word comes to you, he says that it will accomplish that which I please. That means that it is coming to you for a purpose. So first you know that it is coming from not a man but God. And that God says that his word does not go back to him void or it does not return to him void without accomplishing the purpose for which he sent his word. It means that until the word of God is received in your spirit and acted upon, it will be with you and, and you may not see the results until you learn to do something with what you have heard. Hallelujah. The word of God is God speaking to me. I'm listening to a message on the fatherhood of God. I'm listening to a message on grace. God is talking to me. God is talking to me. He says that grace is an outworking, an ability. God has spoken to me that the grace that he has given me is an ability, an outworking. So what do I do? I respond to what he has said. You see, your response is an expression of your faith. Faith is a response to God's word. He said, you did not receive the word as the word of a man or as the word of men, but as it is indeed the word of God or as it is in truth the word of God, which effectually worketh in those that believe. So first, you receive the word as God himself speaking to you. And that God that is speaking to you, you know that he is not a man that he should lie. And you know that he's not a son of man that he should repent. He said, oh, I said that you should cast out devils, but I've changed my mind. No. He says all the promises of God in Christ, they are yea and they are amen. To the glory of God by us. All the promises of God in Christ Jesus, they are yea. That means that all the promises of God have, have been fulfilled in Christ. So if God tells you something like this, you don't walk like, oh, yeah, he said it, but, but then. Uh, it's not like an ordinary word. It's a word coming from a person who cannot fail. An eternal person. A person who made time. Hallelujah. You see, God, people say God does not live in time. He lives in eternity. That's understandable. 
praise the Lord. But God doesn't necessarily live in eternity. God created eternity. He is himself eternal. Hallelujah. Are you all here? Are you following? So if this person who himself created eternity, forever and ever, he created it, and he created time also, is telling you something, then that means that his word has an eternal value. There is no expiry date for God's word. But it will only produce results to the level of your reception of the word. When you receive it as the word of men, it will not produce results for you. Why? Because men lie. Because in your mind, so this one is a word, is a word of a man. You can't trust man. You yourself, you know that men can lie. So you are not expecting anything to come out from the word. Hallelujah. Because you are receiving it as the word of men. Now, in, in certain parts of the world, the word of their leaders is zero to them. Sri Lanka is zero. Hallelujah. <laughs> they have, the, the, the leaders have made their words of non-effect. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But if you know that this person who is speaking to you is God, and you know what he can do, I think, you see, you should go through the scriptures and study on the power of God, on his personality. See, when we say the word of God, what do you even mean by the word of God? You see, it's, the word of God is the totality of the revelation of the person of God. His plans, his purposes, and his provisions in Christ Jesus. That's the word. The totality of the revelation of the personality of God. His plans, his purposes, and his provisions in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. That is God's word. When you, when you read the Bible, you see, the Bible, the Bible is, an, is an account, okay? Not of a man, but of God. Why? Because all scripture is given by inspiration of God. So, God is telling his side of the issue. Let's say something happens in um, 1999. Something happened then. Then, maybe Sister Jemima was there in 1999. Something happened. And she narrates her version of what happened in 1999. That is the word of Sister Jemima. When we write it down, it is still the word of Sister Jemima according to what she witnessed from 1999. Hallelujah. In the same way, when you read through the, the scriptures, the Bible, okay, it is a detailed account of the lives of men, the events that have happened in the world, the events that are going to come. This is God's side of the whole thing. And the Bible says that thy word is truth. John chapter 17, verse 17. Thy word is truth. God cannot lie. So it means that whatever account that he has given to us in scriptures is the truth. Amen. 
So he's the one saying that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Moses wrote it down because he was inspired by God. Hallelujah. Now, the written word of God is what God has inspired in Moses to write down. So when he was writing down, he was writing down God's account of the creation events. So he's telling us that in the beginning, the one who created the world is not a big bang theory. Hallelujah. It's not a big bang. So God is telling us, and someone is writing it down, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So when we ask you who created the heavens and the earth, God created the heavens and the earth. Why? Because his word says he created the heavens and the earth. Now, when you study scriptures, you, you find out that men said something, or the devil said something. He said, if you are the son of God, bow down before me, and I'll give you all this, these kingdoms. That is God telling us what the devil said. That is not the devil giving us his version. No, that is God's version. He told us that this is what the devil told Jesus when he was tempting him. So the whole scripture is the word or God's account of things. Hallelujah. So it is God speaking to you. Not a man. Not your boss. Not the president of Ghana or the U.S. It's the word of God. And God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. He said, as rain falls from heaven, and snow also drops down from the heaven, and watered the earth, so shall my word be. That goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return to me void. That means that the word of God is a container of the power of God. So the power of God to produce something is in his word. So immediately he says something to you. See, when God wanted to give Solomon wisdom, when he asked him, Solomon, what do you want me to do for you? Solomon said, I'm a young person, what, 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 I need wisdom. When Solomon said he needed wisdom, God didn't, he didn't do anything strange. He didn't say, bow down and let me impact to you wisdom. He didn't lay hands on the guy. No. He said, I have given it to you. By his word, I have given it to you. How did Solomon know that he had received wisdom? I have given it to you. See, what God would ever give a person is in his word. What God would ever give a person is in his word. Never forget it. So it means that when you don't take his word seriously, you don't take him seriously. Why? Because his word produces what he himself will produce. The same power with which he will produce what he will produce. His word can produce the same. Praise the Lord. So when we talk about something like healing or health, the Bible says that he sent his word and he healed them. And he delivered them. He sent his word. His word. So that it means that in the word of God contains healing and deliverance for the people that he sent, 
there were two. Are we all here? Are you following? So, the ability to produce health or healing or deliverance in the lives of those that he sent the word to, the ability that God had to do it, that same ability is vested in his word. And once you, as a believer, as a Christian, receives the word into your spirit, it will produce. You, you see the scripture I read in 1 Thessalonians 2.13. He said the word effectually works in those that believe. He works in them. See, until the word of God works in you, it cannot work through you or work from you. It first has to work in you before it works through you or from you or for you. Because the word of God is spirit. Amen. And the word of God has a spiritual substance. It means that when God says, be healed, the word he has spoken to you is spiritual. Praise God. Now, when that word is released from his mouth and you receive it as the word of God into your spirit, how? Through your meditations. And the word of God gets into your spirit, it means that you have believed the word. When the word is resident in your spirit, healing or health is resident in your spirit. So the word of God to you that be healed is in itself healing. It is in itself the cure to whatever disease or ailment that a person is experiencing in their bodies. So when God's, God releases the word and you receive the word into your spirit, then you have received a spiritual substance. You have received healing into your spirit. Now, the healing you have received into your spirit begins to work from your spirit, which effectually worketh in you or in those that believe. When you believe, it means that the word has come into your spirit. Now, it begins to produce what it talks about. I said the word of God has a fruit-bearing or fruit-producing ability. Why? Because the word of God is a seed. The Bible says that the sower went out to sow some seeds. When you read the Gospels. He said, some fell by the wayside and all that and all that. Bears came to pick some up. Then when he was explaining the parable to his disciples, he said, the seed is the word. The seed is the word. What do you do to a seed? To see results. Or to, to enjoy the fruits. You plant it. Hallelujah. So you receive the word of God as the word of God. And you plant it in the soil of your heart. You plant it in your spirit. You plant it in you. No matter the storms in this life. You have a seed planted in you. When you put a seed on a table, it will not yield results. You cannot get mangoes from a mango seed you have not planted. You can only reap the fruits or harvest the fruits of the seeds you have planted. And whatever seeds you plant, what you reap or the harvest you get from that seed is the type of seed you have planted. So you see, it's important to sow God's word in your heart, in your spirit. 
You sow the word of God concerning health in your spirit. Say, no, this is not the word of a man. This is the word of God. He says, by his stripes, ye were healed. He says, beloved, I wish above all else that thou mayest prosper and be in health. This is God's wish for his people. He said, that thou mayest prosper and be in health. How can God wish for someone to prosper and be in health? And people, or we are talking about Christians, so let me say Christians. And Christians say that, oh, everybody must be sick. God doesn't want everybody sick. He doesn't, he see, he has, he has made provisions for your health. Hallelujah. Are you all here? Are you following? He has made provision. And I said, whatever he would do is in his word. So all those things, their health, their prosperity, people are against prosperity. I wonder what they, they, they use for, to run their, their ministries. See, when you are here, I want you to believe what God, God says in his word. You have to believe in prosperity. You have to. You can never prosper if you don't believe in God's word concerning prosperity. It won't happen. You can never walk in health if you don't believe God's word that talks about health. Never. You can go to church for many years and not receive the word of God concerning these things in your spirit. It means that you will never enjoy them. But God wants us to enjoy them. I wish above all, all things that you prosper and remain in health. Even as I so prosper. So he speaks these things to you. So it means that in his word, he has, he has prosperity. So there are seeds of God's word concerning prosperity. That you plant in your heart. You plant in your spirit. Say, God has spoken to me. God has spoken to me. He says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with him. So you see, when I look at myself, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. He said, it shall be well with me. He said, I have not seen the righteous seed forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. He says, for we know the grace of our Lord Jesus, that though he was rich, for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might be made rich. That is God's word to me. I have received it. Through his poverty, I have been made rich. It means that I have been made rich. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. God has spoken to me. It doesn't matter the condition I find myself in. God has spoken to me. And I have taken his word into my spirit. Then it moves me to the next one I said to you. That's not number two. It's the same one. We are dealing with point one. The word of God is God speaking to me. And I said, you write in, into bracket, I'm a doer of the word. So my action as a result of the word of God that I have received, my action is the expression of my faith. I'm a doer of the word. You see, what God wants for the believer is a synchronization of the word and the spirit. When the word and the spirit are one, 
See, it's only in the New Testament that the Word and the Spirit can be found in the same place. In a man. In the spirit of a man. Hallelujah. Now, God's desire is to have every Christian. See, God doesn't want to give you a car. He doesn't want to give you $100,000 or $100 million. No. He just wants to give you his word. Why? Because I told you his word is spiritual substance. When he gives you his word, inherent the word are all those things that you would ever need in your life. So what you would need from God is not with God. What you need from God is in his word that he has given to you. Are we all here? What you would need that you go to God, say, God, our heavenly father. <laughs> it is not going to come from there. It's going to be produced from his word that he has given to you. Are we all here? So he wants you to be so one with the word. Why? Because you see, the Christian is a manifestation of the word of God. The Christian is, is God's word manifested. First Peter chapter 2. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. It says, being born again not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God which liveth and abides forever. Being born again, not of corruptible seed. You see, he says seed. And I said the word of God is seed. But of incorruptible seed. By the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. So it means that we are born of God's word. The day you were born again, you were born by the word of God. Now, your makeup, what makes you up? So when you say makeup, your substance, like water. Let me take you into science a bit. Water is what? H2O. The science people here. Or chemistry. Pass of air. H2O, right? So it means two molecules of hydrogen and a molecule of what? Oxygen. Make up water. That is the substance. Hallelujah. So the water that you see around is made up of hydrogen and oxygen. Now, the Christian is made up of God's word. That is the material with which you were built. Now, you were built by the word of God to be able to express the word of God. So he says that be ye doers of the word. James chapter 1. James chapter 1 verse 22. Can we go there? I said a Christian is a manifestation of God's word. A manifestation of God's word. God desires that you are synchronized with his word. Do you know why? Because, you see, God does not do anything that his word has said he will not do. Let me, let me put it in another way. God cannot do anything that his word has said he cannot do. What God cannot do does not exist, right? Is there something that God cannot do? <laughs> he wouldn't do what he has not said he would do. So, it means that he will only do what he has said he will do. 
God is a free moral agent. He's free to do whatever he wants until he speaks. When he speaks, he is bound by his word. So his operations are within the ambits of his word. His boundaries are his word. Do you know God, God is the one that declared that he lives forever? <laughs> isn't, isn't that wonderful? He, he declared it himself. He said, I live forever. When you read the book of Revelation, he said, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the one who died and I'm alive forevermore. Then he added, Amen. He didn't wait for anyone to, to say Amen. God himself said, Amen. Amen means let it be. What is he doing? He is expressing his word. And I said, he wants you to be one with his word. James chapter 1 verse 22. But be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. Be ye doers of the word. And not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. It means that the main reason for either the written word or the spoken word is for us to do the word. Are we here? Because not doing the word is useless. The reason why you are hearing what you are hearing today is for you to practice what you are hearing. That is the word of God. God practices his own word. Hallelujah. He does what he says he will do himself. And you are born by his word. So he wants you, see, that's what Jesus came to do. The Bible says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. The word became flesh. Now, when the word became flesh, and the Bible says that he entered into the synagogue and was handed over the scrolls to preach or read, he found that portion of scripture that says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, what, what, what. He found that portion of scripture. When he read it out, he said, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing today. This scripture is fulfilled in your hearing today. What, what, what was he talking about? What was he doing? He was putting himself right into the word. Because that scripture was concerning him. And when he read it out, he stepped into the word. He said, I have come to do this thing. When you read the book of Hebrews, he said, Lo, in the volume of the book, it is written of me, I come to do thy will, O God. In the volume of the book, it is written of me, I come to do your will. How do you know God's will? God's will is in his word. Now, when Jesus said, I come to do your will, you know, when you read in the book of Psalms, I think we treated something in when we were treating the book of Philippians. He said, zeal for your house has consumed me. He was talking about Jesus. That's David giving a prophecy about Jesus. Now, in John chapter 2, when Jesus came and whipped the people from the temple for selling and all those things, the Bible says that the disciples remembered that it is written in the law that zeal for your house has consumed me. So what was Jesus doing? He was doing what was written concerning him. 
That's the example Jesus has given. And here he says that, be ye doers of the word. Not hearers only. Or not readers only. So I've read from Genesis to Revelation. He says, do it. Do the word. Hallelujah. But if you've been following us, you know that the part of scriptures that we are doing is in the epistles. Amen. We are doing our, our lives as believers. It's in the epistles. That's where we live. That's where the Christian life is. Praise God. So he says that you are a doer of the word. What does he mean? The word of God is God speaking to me. Yes, you've understood that today. I'm a doer of the word. A doer of the word. It means that I'm an actor of the word. Have you ever seen an actor before? <laughs> Ejaku. Some of you used to like the man. <laughs> Very funny man. Hallelujah. I hear that guy can act without scripts. <laughs> I don't know how far it's true. But every actor is given a script to act. Amen. Now, what they do on screen is what they have read or has been written to them. Now, the word of God is given to you as your script. You have to act it out. Not considering your circumstance. So when the word of God says that by his stripes ye were healed. I like talking about scriptures on healing. By his stripes ye were healed. You are feeling some pains in your body. What should be your, 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 your response to those pains? By his stripes I am healed. What are you doing? You are acting the word. You are a word doer. You are a word practitioner. You practice God's word. You don't just hear the word of God to keep it in your books. You hear God's word to practice it. God's word is practicable. Hallelujah. You can practice the word. For instance, he says, pray without ceasing. You practice praying. You practice it. So you don't see it and relax. God's word says, he says, pray without ceasing. He says that he who speaks in an unknown tongue does not speak to men, but he speaks to God. So all these tongues that you are speaking, do you even understand what you are speaking Every day, every day, someone said, yeah, when he was giving an advice to his son who was going to school. He said, don't go and follow those people who speak a thousand words per minute. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Such an advice. <laughs> Praise God. You see, when you see things like that in the word, it is for you to do. It is for you to practice. And one major way you can practice it is through your words. Hallelujah. See, the way you talk defines you. Everybody is defined by his word. Everybody. You are defined by your word. 
What defines you? Your word. You are a picture of your words. But in reality, you are born by God's word. You are a product of his word. So he doesn't want you to live any life that is outside his word. He wants you to live his word. Because you are an expression, a manifestation of his word. When he sees you, he wants to see his word alive amongst men. Just like Jesus. His word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. That means that the word had glory. In the same way, you have glory. Jesus said, the glory you have given me, I have given unto them. Pastor taught us last week. The glory you have given me, I have given unto them. Nobody shares God's glory. That scripture is not even a scripture. It's cancelled. Hallelujah. That means that he said, to this end where we called. To the obtaining of the glory of Jesus Christ. That is our calling. A glorious one. We have received the glory of the Lord Jesus. So what do you do? You walk like that. Jesus said, he said, I am from above. You are from beneath. I am from above. You are. But he was born in a manger in Bethlehem. Everybody knew that he was born in Bethlehem. But he said, I am from above. What was he doing? He was practicing the word. He was expressing himself. When you do the word, you express yourself. Why? Because your content is God's word. See, this is why you come to church. We don't come here to give you sermons. Good sermons. For you to go back home. And remain the same. No. So what can you see in your life? What can you experience in your life from God's word? It depends on you. Hallelujah. It depends on you. How healthy do you want to be? It depends on you. How prosperous do you want to be? It depends on you. It does not depend on God. Why? Because God has given us his word. He has spoken something. If God hadn't said anything, we'll be in trouble. But thanks be to God that he has said something. So our joy is, what, is in what he has said. Because we know. We know within our knowings. That the word of God cannot fall to the ground. He said something about the prophet Samuel. He said, and the, the, the boy Samuel ministered before Eli and grew up. And God was with him. And he made none of his words fall to the ground. That's the, the prophet Samuel. God made none of the prophet Samuel's words fall to the ground. Can you come to the place where none of your words will fall to the ground? Whatever you say happens. That's what Jesus said. So whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He says he will have what he says. 
God lives by his word. He lives by what he says. And he wants you to live by the same word that he has given you. Not another word. The word of God. So we are training you with God's word. We are training you. So you ought to develop this, this mindset as a Christian. You, you ought to have this mindset. When you are walking, the word of God is God speaking to me. God's voice. And I keep what he has said to me. The Bible says that Mary kept all these sayings in her heart. There are many people that as soon as they walk out this door, they forget what was said over here. They forget. They forget. James says that do not be a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the or in all his doings. What you are meant to do is God's word. We are here on earth to express his word. Why? Because when we express his word, we express him. Or when we express his word, we express ourselves. Or when we express his word, we express Christ. They are the same. A oneness, a union. Our union with God in our spirits ought to be expressed on the outside. And it can only be expressed through his word. So he says to us in Ephesians 5, he says, imitate God as dear children. Copy God. Copy him as dear children. And he says, and walk in love. As Christ also loved us. Imitate God as his dear children. And walk in love. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you heard something today? Have you been blessed? Hallelujah. Can you please be on your feet with me? Shatalabahaya. Can you please be on your feet with me? I just want you to open your mouth, speak in tongues, and thank God for the word of God that you have received. Mandala basanta kabala basandiri bianta kabala baha leba sonto kora basata kabala basandala baha mandele bego shakala basindiri bianta kabala basandala baha ya ragaba de kabala basandala ba mandala basandala ba leba sonta kabala lega basandala baha ya rabado shegele bezondiri bianda wherever you are lift up your voice and Join Pastor Prince and the World Changes Nation every Sunday and Wednesday at the World Changes Arena across. And also follow us on our social media handles. You are Thank God that His word is working in you effectually. I command the change now. As I command the change now, receive your miracle. Receive your miracle. Take. In 2018, we had a supernatural. In 2019, the extraordinary man. 
There's a natural ability or talent. And there's a supernatural ability. Say the word of God. Is God. The supernatural ability of God is with the Christian. Is God speaking to me? Say, I have heard the voice of God today. And I'm putting it to work today. Say, I work in righteousness. Say, I work in divine health. Say, I walk in prosperity. Say, I walk in boldness. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Say, I walk in wealth. Say, I'm a lender to the nations. Say, I lend and I do not borrow. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Say, I'm always on top. I am never beneath. Say, I'm always on top. And never beneath. Say, I'm a success. Everywhere I go, I'm a success. Anything I do, I'm a success. Hallelujah. Shout glory. Praise the Lord. Amen. So can you please get ready for our offerings as the music team leads us to take our offerings? For all those of us online, uh, mobile money channels have been displayed online so you can give your offerings online as well hallelujah you are great God you are mighty Jesus, what a great God you are, what a great God you are, you are holy, so righteous, magnificent, what a great God you are, what a great God you are. You are good, you are kind, you are great, precious Jesus, what a great God you are. You are good, you are kind, you are great, precious Jesus. What a great God you are. Hallelujah. Shout glory. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can we ask Sister Salome to pray over the offering? Heavenly Father, we thank you for giving our offering. We've given it in obedience of your word. Multiply our verse for us in Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Shout glory. Praise the Lord. Please, you can have your seats. 
So when we close, we are having foundation school right after closing. Amen. And this one is to all the leaders. You know, we are...